Yes, if you've ever seen the movie Jurassic Park, the thought has surely crossed your mind. What if we actually did bring back an extinct animal back to life? It might not be a dinosaur, but, but uh, researchers here in Australia have set out to bring back the thylacine, aka the Tasmanian tiger, uh, except not everyone's on board with this. I'd love to know what you think. Are you up for bringing back an animal from extinction? Is it an unequivocal yes? Or are there some lingering questions, perhaps moral, uh, perhaps philosophical, perhaps economic? Uh, what happens if the scientists get it right and bring back the Tassie tiger? What about the ecology in Tasmania today? How would that cope? Lots and lots of questions, uh, certainly filling up the text line, 0418 Sandor messages me and he says, how can the reintroduction of an animal we eradicated be unethical? Well, according to the science, it's probably not going to be exactly the animal that we, uh, as humans, forced into extinction, perhaps a bit of a copy. I'd love to hear from you, 0418 on the text line. You can message me also via the ABC Listen app or message me on Twitter at RN Drive. Well, the ABC has launched the Thylacine Project. It's asking you this very question. Should the Tassie tiger be brought back to life? Lucy Cutting is from ABC Hobart. She's heading up this project. Lucy, just bring me up to speed. Who's looking to bring back the Tasmanian tiger? And is it true that they're projecting that it could be as close as 10 years away? Hey, Andy. So, yes, it is a US-based genetic engineering company and they've partnered with Melbourne University. They're hoping to bring it back within a decade and they've been working on it for the last 15 years. So I imagine they're getting pretty good at knowing what their timeline is like. Uh, so basically what they plan to do is to edit the genome of a related species, which is this tiny little mouse-looking thing, the Dunnart, and uh, they'll do that to resemble the thylacine's DNA, then use another relative as a surrogate to gestate the reincarnated baby thylacines, and there you go, you've got some baby thylacines. It sounds very simple, but <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's a lot more complicated than that. And voila, you've got yourself a Tasmanian tiger, <laughs> just like the old one. It does raise a lot of questions. Certainly there's the ethical, there's the logistical. Uh, the cost, how much are they projecting this entire endeavour to cost? Oh, that's a good question. Um, from what I've been looking at, we we didn't pop that in the most recent article that we've done on the topic. So it's it's in the thousands. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It's in the millions. I from, think it's from memory. very much in the millions. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and and I was being conservative by saying thousands, but I, yes, I, it's yeah, in the millions. I think you're, you're doing uh, doing well if you get a thylacine for a couple of thousand uh, in this market at least. Uh, what is the social research around this and why is that important? Because clearly as Australians we've been slightly obsessed with the thylacine and whether or not it still exists and whether or not uh, we were responsible as scientists say we are, were for its, uh, its extinction. So why is it important uh, the social research around this idea? That's what myself and co-author Zoe Keane were really interested in. We had we saw the announcement by Colossal. We uh, saw a previous one about a mammoth as well. But what we didn't really see was an opportunity for the public to contribute on their opinion on this. And it's a massive endeavour, but it could also have 
large ramifications for all of Australia if this animal is introduced. So we thought it were it was important to actually reach out to the public and find out what people think about this. Given that the animal did go extinct because of human intervention, I think it's important that we all have a discussion about, you know, is this something that we actually want to come back? And if it does come back, what do we think will be the issues uh, for those who thought that they were impacted by the thylacine? And when I say that, I mean back in the 1900s, uh, the thylacine was hunted to extinction because it was thought to be a creature that was impacted impacting on farmers in particular, uh, basically killing their livestock and killing other animals as well. Uh, so we're really interested to know if it is something in particular farmers want back, but also the general public as well. It's 26 minutes to five on RN Drive. Do you want to see the Tasmanian tiger uh, brought back from extinction? Scientists are working on that very project. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, my guest is Lucy Cutting from ABC Hobart. She's heading up a project, the Thylacine Project, looking more or less at the social responses to this question. I do want to pick you up on the farmer uh, perspective or the pastoralist perspective because, I mean, certainly times have changed. Uh, farming practices are, are very different these days. What's the sort of responses you're getting from pastoralists about the advent of the uh, thylacine being reintroduced into the wild and whether or not they'd be affected or not? That's been a really surprising response so far of all of the people who have identified themselves as having a connection to farming. Uh, all of them have said, yes, bring it back, except for one person who has said that they're on the fence. Um, so the thing that they're saying is that it will rebalance the ecosystem that is an apex predator, perhaps it may solve the fallow deer problem that we have in Tasmania um, and that we made the thylacine extinct. So it's our responsibility to bring it back. So it's been a really positive response from people who work on the land so far. I'm quite surprised by that, given that we have had over a thousand responses so far. I'm sure you're keen to know also of those responses, how many of them have been a yes? Mm. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, so so we've had uh, out of the over 1,000 responses in the last 24 hours, we've had 700 people say yes, bring it back without a doubt. Uh, but they do have their questions around it, but they're very keen to see it returned. We've had almost uh, 260 say no, they're against it. And then we have about 79 people on the fence on the topic as well. Hmm. Uh, another kind of response here is what we could learn from such a project about the preservation of endangered animals before they're made extinct. I mean, what other animals or plants could this research go towards contributing in terms of protection and conservation before they, uh, it's too late? Well, I guess what it could achieve is for the people that we spoke with uh, for the article that Zoe and myself have written, uh, what it's what one of them was saying, uh, Barry Brook from the University of Tasmania, was that the reintroduction, it could help balance out the Tasmanian ecosystem in particular. And he was interested to see how it could impact uh, introduced species such as feral cats. Uh, there's a lot of feral cats in Tasmania. It's a hot topic here. And uh, the, the role that they're playing in the current ecosystem in Tasmania, what Barry pointed to was the role of dingoes on the mainland and how they've managed to keep other feral species at bay is what he was saying. So it's more so looking at it as a balancing thing and having a creature such as this, a thylacine returned, would it balance out the ecosystem for other creatures that e that existed at the same time? Yeah, we don't have a terribly good track record of introducing animals into the Australian landscape. I'm not sure how 
reintroducing would go. It's a fascinating project and good to get a sort of cross-section of different views. Lucy Cutting is from ABC Hobart. She's heading up the Thylacine Project. It's on the ABC News website right now. Thanks a lot, Lucy. Thank you. Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.